These are the Comic Kings. It's Comic Kings. Uh, Gabe P here with Charlamagne the God. Hey, what up, Gabe? And you know, this week um, there was a trailer that came out for Aladdin. I know it's not necessarily comic book related, but I think that it falls in the spectrum of pop culture. Yeah. It's relevant. I think we should talk about it. And you know, people have been giving Will Smith a lot of shit for how he looks as a genie. He's blue, CGI'd up. I just wanted to. I think that we should talk about it. What did you think about it? The problem with guys like Will Smith, uh, whenever they play any role, Will Smith is such a larger than life character. Mm -hmm. Like we look at Will Smith as a entity. Like it's gonna come a point in time where somebody is going to play Will Smith in a movie. Right. When it's his biopic or something. So it's hard to get past Will Smith being anything other than Will Smith. So you're not even putting yourself in the mind state of, oh shoot, that's Will Smith playing Aladdin the genie. You're looking in like, why is Will Smith painted blue with earrings in his ear. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you, you can't get past the fact that that's Will Smith. But did you ever think that, like, when they announced that he was going to be the genie and he has such big shoes to fill with Robin Williams playing the genie in the animated movie, did you, like, expect him to look the way he did? I don't know, because I thought, when I thought that they were going to CGI him, I thought that they were going to make him look more like Robin Williams looked in the animated movie. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of big, not really muscular. Um, the CGI was gonna look better, but they just made it his entire face on top of like this really ripped body. I don't know if that's Will Smith's body, but a really ripped body, mm -hmm. and he kind of looks crazy to me. It's a, it's me, a, it's you a know? fiction movie. It's, a, it's Aladdin. Like I don't know how he. I don't. I don't know how he's supposed to look. I always remember Aladdin being big and Diesel. Yeah, that's what I remember. I always remember Aladdin being this big, getting big ass traps. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Big ass chest. So I don't see the problem with them putting Will Smith's face on Aladdin's body or however they did it. I think he looks. I think he looks weird, though. You don't think that he looks weird? I think, you, I think. I think you think he looks weird because it's Will Smith. Like that's what I mean. Like mm. you're looking at it and you're saying Will. You're saying Will Smith looks weird, but no, he's playing a character. Like if that was just some other guy, you'd be like, oh shoot, Aladdin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shows how big Will is. Yeah. Will Smith is bigger than Aladdin. I think I thought that they were gonna make like a different face for him. I didn't think it, I, I like you said I didn't yeah. think it was gonna be Will Smith's face on a genie's body. I thought it was gonna be some they were gonna CGI some type of face and it was just gonna be Will Smith's voice. So Will Smith is Will Smith's face is distracting you basically. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically it. What just, it looks very realistic. I I thought that it was gonna be it was gonna look more animated. You know, Got I didn't you. think it was just gonna be Will Smith on top of this genie's body. That's the era we live in though. Though, I mean, even the dude that plays Thanos, that's really his face, right? To some extent, yeah, besides uh, like the chin, you know, yeah, they, they made it look a little different. You see how they're doing Professor Hulk for the end game, yeah. where it's more Mark Ruffalo's face, you yeah, know than I mean? Hulk. So that's just the era we live in. I think that they're doing more of that for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe they think that we're more connected to the people mm -hmm. that are actually playing than them, the actual characters, than the actual character. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Which is true because if you get, and that's the, remember I told you last week, I hate when they get these big name celebrities. The play people like like Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio because you can't get past the whole Jake Gyllenhaal. See, last week I disagree with you, but now I'm kind of now yeah. I'm kind of leaning that way because this is kind of it just feels weird. And since we're on the topic of like these Disney movies, you know we have a, we have um, what's the other one coming out? There's Lion King coming out this year. There's Dumbo coming out this year. Do you think it's it's gonna be weird watching Lion King too, especially with Beyonce as the voice of Nala and get Childish Gambino as the voice of Simba? I don't. That's, that's a good question. I don't know. I about to, my my first initial reaction was no, because it's just voiceover work. But I don't know. It depends how distinct the voiceover work is. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, none of them really have distinctive voices to me. Really, I think Beyonce and Gambino have 
distinctive voices. Not to me. Not in the same vein as of. Like if you close your eyes right now and we and we had some audio track and it was like Beyonce's voice, you wouldn't be able to tell that that was Beyonce. Yeah, I could tell it's Beyonce, but it's not like Beyonce's James Earl Jones. Okay. Who's playing Mufasa? Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, It's not a. A notable voice like that. I remember that guy that was uh, remember them, uh, that that homeless man they found that was doing the macaroni and cheese commercial. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know you like it. Like, like it's not like that. So it's like I don't think Beyonce's voice will be that off unless they do corny stuff like you know have her singing songs or something like. Well, all my they single are gonna lines. have her singing. They are. I'm just saying like I'm, I'm like like something like all my single lines, all my single. <laughs> yeah, lines. Like, yeah, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as long as they don't do stuff like that, it'll be fine. I think. Voiceover work is different than faces. Now, one of the lines look like Beyonce. Now, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I was about to ask you. What if they kind of made the lines face, or even like Rafiki, or you know James Earl Jones's character? What if they like looked like them a little bit? Like hey, what be- there was like a little Gambino and a little Beyonce in the face? Hey, they better not make one of the monkeys look like none of the black people. I know Ooh. that much. If, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, they, if they, they gonna catch heat quick, if they got one of the uh, whoever's doing the voice of Rafiki, if they use his face and he's black, Lord have mercy. All hell gonna break loose. Do you think that when, since all these Disney movies are being remade into live action, do you think that it's like, it's kind of ruining the classic ones? And I know this isn't comic related, but I I still think this is kind of important to talk about because there's so many of them now. And now you're seeing the controversy with Aladdin, with um, Will Smith's face on the genie, or having them remaking Lion King, or them remaking Jungle Book. Do you think it's kind of ruining the old movies? Like, did you grow up watching those old movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Lion King. Lion King is one of my... Favorite movies. Lion King is like, you know, the story of the black man in America if you actually, like, really pay attention to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when they hold Simba up in the air when he's born, that's like an African ritual. And when you see the hyenas run him out of Pride Rock, the sun is setting. So the sun rises in the east and sets in the west when Mm -hmm. he's running towards Western civilization. And then when he gets here, he's befriended by Timon and Pumbaa, which is like a a pig and a rat, basically, you know what I'm saying? And like, he starts living like them and doing what they're doing and eating the same things they're eating. And eventually Rafiki has to come and like, whack him over the head and remind him who he is and tell him like, you're not supposed to be over here eating bugs mm-hmm. with Timon and Pumbaa, you're supposed to be over there being a king. Yeah. And so he went went back to reclaim his homeland. So I got Lion King, one of my favorite movies. So I actually think if they can capture that story, especially in this climate, and a live action feel, I think it might be better than the cartoon because that deeper meaning of that movie kind of gets lost because it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you do it in a live action version, then people will see the symbolism of it and probably embrace the the message in it more. I think it's interesting because now they even have a full, not all the cast, but most of the cast are people of color, like, you know, of African descent, Hispanic descent, all yeah, that. Yeah. So I think it's, it's much, it's easier for them now to, convey that message if they wanted to yeah. and especially in the like the political climate i think that it, it would like it'll work kill. it'll work perfectly so do you think that you know for because you have kids do you think that your kids will maybe not watch aladdin or the new lion king and they'll resonate more with those movies instead of the animated ones that came you know well, that we grew up on well the interesting thing is they don't have anything to compare it to you know what i'm saying like well they didn't see my, the old ones my 10 year old has seen lion king my three-year-old probably sees because you know they run the uh, the the I don't know what the cartoon is called, the Lion Guard or something that comes on Disney or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that, that there was a new Lion King. It's anything. not new. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's new or not. It's just based on that world, Pride Rock and everything. And so, like, my three-year-old probably knows what it is. But I mean, for her, as far as the movie is concerned, 
that's going to be her first real experience probably with the Lion King movie. Like, my, my other daughter's five months, mm-hmm. so th- that's what they're going to grow up on. They're going to yeah. grow up on the live-action Dumbo. They're going to grow up as um, Will Smith being the genie. Yeah, you know, live-action Lion King. So I don't think they have anything to compare it to. Like, for me, I, I'm i just interested to see it because I love both of those stories. Yeah. And and by the way, you weren't getting me to go see a new Lion King if they just put it out as an animated version. I think what really sold it to me, too, was the fact, because, like, the cast, you know, I thought that Beyonce and Childish Gambino were really interesting choices for the movie, especially yeah. because, you know, that soundtrack is going to go platinum immediately the second that they put it out because, you know, they're probably paying her a lot of money to do the to do the music Absolutely. and all that for that. So I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, this came out actually last night. Um, this will make you very happy, actually. I know we talked about Ben Affleck was reportedly out as Batman a few in the first episode, but it's official now, 100%. He was on Jimmy Kimmel last night, and they hung up. They did like a little ceremony, hanging up his Batman cape on the rafters. How does that make you feel now? A waste of time on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> waste of time. There's absolutely no reason Ben Affleck's Batman cape, Batman suit should be in the rafters of anything. He sucked. I he thought was he was the worst Batman. I disagree. Ever. I think he was one. I think How? he was the best. I just think as a you Batman, think he was the best. I think he was the best. Who was better? Who's better than him? Christian Bale. Michael Keaton. Christian Bale. <laughs> I know. I don't think. I don't think that at all. I think How? he. I just felt cinematically, he just looked and was just the because Christian Bale. The way I look at Christian Bale's Batman, I look at Christian Bale's Batman as he is a realistic version of the take. Like if Batman just popped up in the real world today, mm-hmm. that's what Christian Bale would be. Yeah. I'm talking in terms of like cinematic comic book, how he the look, the feel, the vibe, like the Batman himself. And I think he brought that to the table. Trash. I'm not taking anything away from Michael Keaton. But I think that he was the best one, not because he interacted with Superman or he was in the Justice League or any of that shit. I think that he was the best Batman just because of like the way he carried himself, the way he actually felt like this rich, cocky, playboy, billionaire, like a, like a Tony Stark in a way, but just older. I just think that it just— Wasn't he the old Batman, though? Wasn't he supposed to represent an older Batman? Yeah, I think yeah, he, was, yeah, yeah. he was in his 40s because Robin had died and all yeah. that. Already, all that shit had already happened already. I think he just portrayed it like the best, you know? I thought he sucked. I, did, I mean— I, Come on, Charlemagne. Not, 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 not hang the cape up in the rafters. He wasn't that good. I think he, he was that. He, he would have been that good if they gave him more chances. So why did he get forced out? Why did people not gravitate towards him if he was so good? Because I think what happened is they were trying to put the script together. He was trying to direct the new Batman movie, and people, you know, going back and forth with WB, and not WB's not making good decisions, period, anyway. And I think that he just didn't like the way that they were going with it, and they didn't like the way that he was trying to do it, and it just didn't work out. That doesn't mean he's not, you know, the best Batman. That just means that, you know, WB sucks. Ben Affleck, stay the fuck away from all on, superheroes. Man. Don't do that. Stay away from Don't all superhero movies, all superhero franchises. You ruined Daredevil. Think about how good Daredevil is on Netflix compared to Ben Affleck's you know version. What? Of Daredevil. We don't talk about the Dare that first of all, that Daredevil version as a kid, that, that shit was amazing. I loved it. As no a kid. Way. As a as a ten year old watching that Daredevil movie, I thought Never. it was the coolest shit ever. Never. I can think of so many superhero movies I grew up on that was so much better than Daredevil. I love all the Batmans. You know what I'm saying? Even the Supermans. Even I'm talking about the old school Supermans. The Batman TV show was better than Daredevil. Like when Daredevil, that movie sucked. I admit now that it sucked, but back then I thought it was dope. No. Come on. The person who wrote that script was blind. It was early 2000s. All the superhero movies in the early 2000s were was corny. Early 2000s? Early 2004. Daredevil ranks up there with one of the wackest superhero movies of all time, the first one, bro. I thought it was cool at the time because they had Elektra in it, 
and they had a and they had a black kingpin at the time, um, Michael Clark Duncan. Just watching it, I thought it was cool. See, what you're saying is 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 a, is based on is based on the fact that we didn't know how good superhero mm-hmm. movies could be. Mm-hmm. So any superhero movie we got, we were just excited to see our people on the screen. That's what I think. Because when you look at how good superhero movies are now, mm-hmm. compared to them shit back then, garbage. See, Ben Affleck, stay the fuck away from all superheroes. <laughs> you ruined them all. You ruined Daredevil. He you did ruined, not ruin Batman. He was Batman. good as Batman. He was good you, as Batman. You I was saying by that. You ruined our superhero J Lo. You suck, Ben. <laughs> Ben, you suck as a superhero. He was great as Batman. Come on. No. Come on. No. You can't do that. You can't no. look at his Batman, it, like, the the short time he was Batman and not say it was cool. It wasn't. I hated that he was... whole DC Universe run. Everything. I hated the Batman vs. Superman. I hated the Justice League. Like Okay, but I'm not talking about the you movies as a whole. two movies. Three. What was he, the third he one? He was still in Suicide Squad for, like, five seconds. That, was, that wasn't Ben, though. That was him. Really? Yeah. I thought they didn't have. I thought that wasn't an actual person. No, I think I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I haven't seen the movies no, 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 that no, came no, out. No, it wasn't because they never showed him. Like it was just like a guy in a suit jumped mm-hmm. on top of the car. Okay, two movies, two movies. But Yo, I still think he was great as Batman. Two movies, and you sucked. <laughs> they got you up out of here after two movies, Ben. That's how whack you were. I just think he didn't want to do it anymore. I wouldn't want to do it anymore. Because there was like there was like the stuff about him being an alcoholic and then not getting the script together. Probably ruining just... the Batman franchise drove him to drink. That's probably what it was. He probably started picking up the bottle and drinking after he realized, fuck, I'm the guy that's going to go down in history as ruining Batman. He, is, he did not ruin Batman. They could still redeem Batman. I, I still i am a firm believer that whoever they cast to play a young Batman in 2020, 2021, whenever this movie comes out, because God knows when it's going to come out, I still think that they can say Batman. And I still think Ben Affleck is a good Batman. You know why it's going to be hard to do Batman? Why? Christian Bale. Like, like that's one of those times where I mean, and I don't even yeah. know how the DC film universe works. I don't even know if Dark Knight was connected to the DC. No, film No, it's universe. not. It's not, not, right. not at all. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Like, you would have to have Christian Bale as Batman. Like, he's that that trilogy was so good. But it just it, it was so good that it could just stay inside that trilogy. I don't think I needed more after that trilogy. You I don't was, need him to be Batman at all anymore. I was happy at the end of it. Yeah. You know, I think I, I like conclusions to things, and I think that. You know the conclusion to that those three Batman movies was was fine. Yeah, that that guy became Robin. He was in Paris with Anne Hathaway eating whatever. You know he's still alive, even though they they said he died. I thought that was beautiful. And then would I like to see him square up with Superman? Did I think that that was gonna happen? Yeah, but it didn't, and that sucked. And I didn't like Ben Affleck at first. I will give you that. I when I when he popped up, I was like, what the hell is this? Why would they cast this guy to be? Batman. I thought they were going to cast somebody young. You know, I thought, yeah. you, you know, because you want to have longevity for the character. You want to have people stay well, around for a he's while. He's supposed to be playing an older Batman. Though. But he is supposed to be playing yeah. an older Batman, so I get it. But then he just, you know, he he did what he did. I thoroughly enjoyed him in the movie. I hated Batman versus Superman, but I thought he was great. And then I was really excited for him to do the new Batman movie, and then they just decided to get, to take him off the director's script, all great that Great job, shit. Marvel. I mean, DC. <laughs> That's the best decision y'all have made thus far, getting rid of fucking You ben wouldn't Affleck. have liked to see Batman fight fight Jared Leto's Joker? I'm not saying Jared Leto's Joker is great. I'm Jared not. Leto's Joker sucks. <laughs> In the history of Jokers? Come on. Hey, I what? thought his look was... I didn't know. I'm agreeing with you that he sucked. I liked the way he looked. I thought it was a very cool modern take. I liked the tats. I liked all that. I thought I that was really cool. It. I what? You hated he how like he, he looked or how he acted or both? Everything. He should have looked... He was, he was looked like a Hot Topic employee. Like, he didn't look like a fucking super... Like, yo, you talking about Jack Nicholson's Joker. Iconic. Ledger's Joker. Iconic. You want an Oscar to this? 
Ah, yo, yeah. DC, y'all fucking up, man. Y'all have no idea how bad y'all fucking up. But, but maybe... they got the the um, the Jaw Queen Phoenix Joker solo movie thing coming out soon too. So that's that could gonna be, be that, that could, could be, be cool. That, that could, could be, be cool. But I there's like, no Batman in it. I've always liked the Joker's character. But can the Joker exist without Batman? If if it's an origin do, story, can you do a movie? It's set in the '80s in New York. No Batman. I don't know if it's an origin. I don't know if it's an origin story. It's got to be just... an origin story. It's got to be. But there's no Batman. But I'm saying uh, origin story of how Joker. Well, yeah, Bat Joker did. Well, no, didn't Batman? Ba Joker became Bat. Bat. Oh, what am I trying to say? The Joker became the Joker because Batman existed, mm -hmm. or did Batman become Batman because the Joker existed? I think the Joker became the Joker because Batman existed. I think that's why. Well, you, you came can, the yin to the yang. But you can show an origin story of a young kid mm -hmm. who probably didn't get enough love at home, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. who, who was always looking for attention, some type of affection, never got it, got into a life of petty crime when he was young, and then he just evolved into this fucking supervillain. I think Joaquin Phoenix is out of his mind at all times anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care for Joaquin. <laughs> like he's not somebody I'm interested in really seeing on the big screen. When like he was that. supposed to be, there was there was a period in time where he was supposed to play Doctor Strange, and then he wasn't. He wasn't fucking with the you got to be on for seven movies thing, and you don't have any creative control. What an idiot! But now, <laughs> but now he has creative control of this Joker movie to some extent. So that's why he decided to play the Joker. It's not in the DCU, mind you. It's it's completely separate. It's its own thing. It doesn't yeah. exist in anything. So I mean, maybe it's just an origin story. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just an origin story. But yeah. he's also old. He's you know he's a, he's a middle aged man who becomes a Joker. I think I, that's what I think it is. I don't think it, it has anything to do with him being in petty crime. I think the most interesting thing about the Joker in most stories is that he was this normal guy. He's just a regular, you know, just like you and me. And then he became this character who's just like one of the worst people on the planet. You know, he killed Robin. He killed. He shot Bad Girl. Made her paralyzed. And I think that that would be interesting to see. I just don't want to see it with Jacqueline Phoenix. Yeah, and nobody really knows any other reason why, other than the fact he just hated Batman. And he just used to like to cause mayhem. But he would have to have some type of mental issues right yeah i would think so yeah but yeah. i didn't they never really pinpointed it they just called him insane and that was like that was like his thing yeah i don't know all i know is that i would really like to see another movie with jared leto's joker just to see if he could i thought he was i thought he could be great because you know he's like a method actor he stayed in character all time on set he would like give like margot roby and like will smith's presence to be like rats or like some really weird i thought that was cool and i thought that what we that's what we were gonna get too many too, the bars too high man you got Jack Nicholson, you got Heath Ledger. The bar's too high for any Joker, whether it's Jared Leto, Joaquin Phoenix, whoever. That's an iconic character, man. And you know what? I think that the Joker became more iconic outside of the comic books because of those movies. Because the average, everyday, casual person who's not in the comics mm -hmm. can name one of those two Jokers, Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger, depending on what, how old you are. But being, but playing those characters can also take a toll on people. Like, look what it did to Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. he, he kept that journal, and that's always one of the craziest things to think about, is that he kept that journal, he wrote things that he thinks, like, the Joker would like, like, eight, like he would think was funny, like, AIDS, you know, I don't want to really, like, speak on the rest, but, like, it was, like, really, like, messed up things, and then it, like, drove him insane himself, to an yeah. extent, to, like, you know, pop pills and... All that. I mean, Jack Nicholson is, you know, crazy in general. Well, Jack Nicholson played in The Shining. So. Yeah, Jack Nicholson was in The Shining. So yeah, that that fucking the Joker was like. Yeah. Compared to The Shining, I think Jar I think Jared Leto just didn't do uh didn't really capture the, the psychoticness of the Joker the way Heath Ledger did, which yeah. is what I will give, which is what I will give to you. So I agree.
Last thing we talk about before we get out of here today. Talk um, to me. We're finally going to talk about comic books, like the actual books. Me, me and Charlemagne just kind of get wrapped up in talking about the movies and talking all this type of pop culture um, stuff. And I think we find, we talked about comics outside the other day, and I, I think it was important that we speak to y'all about what we've been reading, what we recommend, what we've been into, like, you know, what type of things in the comics that we like, whether it's, you know, it's Boondocks, DC, mm-hmm. Marvel Comics. So what you've been reading lately? Um, the last thing I was reading was the Ironheart series, uh, with Riri Williams, um, the Captain Marvel, but then they stopped those for a second. I think they stopped her after the second Civil War comic, right? They did the Civil nah, War they, two, they, and then they they, they, s- they did a little run after Civil War two. It was a little light run because she uh was in another dimension and she didn't know, like her whole crew didn't know who she was, and it was it was something to that effect, and like everybody had all time was or something. So it was like it was like that, but that, like that's the last thing I was really reading the Ironheart and the uh, the the Captain Marvel. I'm actually gonna go to the comic book store today. What do you think of the um, is the Ironheart series still going on, or because I've been trying to catch up. I've been reading the Iron the new Iron Man series from mm-hmm. 2016, trying to get to the point where he dies and she becomes and Ironheart like becomes Ironheart. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. I started it when he he's not actually dead though. He's in like a coma. Oh really? Yeah. So he's in like this this chamber and it's just like his uh. His conscious? His conscience is like her, her, um... AI. AI, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, her Jarvis. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But that's, I mean, those are the last comics that I was actually reading. I'm, like I said, I'm going to the comic book store today. I've been reading, um, I actually got the Marvel Unlimited app where they have, like, all the old comics that you can read, like the 20,000 things. Yeah, I'm trying to read on that. It's hard. Do you not, you don't like it? I like the paper, but my wife complains to me because I bring the comic books home and I just be having mad stack of comic books. Yeah, and then, where you, and then you don't really have anywhere to put them yeah. either. See, I was like that too. I would like to go to the comic book store. I like physically holding it, but it comes to the point where, you know, either you're spending too much money on the books or it's collecting too much space in your house and you don't really know what to, where to put it. But the app is cool. Like, it's cool because it goes panel by panel. Yeah. So what I've been reading up on is, you know, with Into the Spider-Verse, I wanted to, I started reading the Miles comic a few years ago and I started reading it again now. And I've been really, like, digging it. Like, it's cool how they portray him as, you know, he's the black Spider-Man, but he doesn't necessarily want to be known as that at all times because there was a point where his, like, costume ripped and there was this girl online. She's like, Look, there's like a colored Spider-Man. This is so dope. Like, I wonder like what ethnicity he is. And he's like, I don't want to be this. He's like, I just want to be known as Spider-Man, which I thought was really interesting because it's kind of like it's it, with the character. You would think that that's something that you know he would want to like be known. You feel me? That sounds like something a white person wrote. And the reason a white person would write that because only a white person would be on some All Lives Matter stuff like that. Like, I don't want an All Lives Matter Spider-Man. Like, I mm-hmm. I like the fact that he's a Puerto Rican kid. From the Bronx. Brooklyn, 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 you know Brooklyn. What I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I like the fact that Miles Morales is a Puerto Rican kid from the Bronx. Like that adds to his identity. Like what they don't realize is that gives us that gives us something to champion mm-hmm. even more. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Oh, damn, black and brown people can be superheroes mm-hmm. too. And a superhero is iconic as Spider-Man. It's one thing when you have somebody like Black Panther, Luke Cage, these are characters that were created, you know, black originally. But when you got a, a franchise like Spider-Man and it's like, damn. Okay, yeah, a, a Puerto Rican from Brooklyn can be Spider-Man. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Like that, Marvel is trusting one of its dopest, most iconic franchises to 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 be led by a black person. Like yeah. you, you saw how good the you, you think that movie, that cartoon movie, Into the Spider-Verse. You think it did great just because it was a cartoon Spider-Man? Oh, movie? absolutely not. I think it did great because it, it was a it was a diverse movie. And like when I went to the theater, there was this little kid sitting next to me, and he was wearing the mask. And I thought that was like the coolest thing to see in the world because, you know, I spoke about it um, in the first episode, too, that 
you know, we never really had that, you know, Hispanic people never really had something like that. And it's, you know, it's a black Spider-Man, Hispanic Spider-Man. I just thought it was so great being able to see like a little kid being able to go to the theater wearing the mask and feel like he's going to grow up now saying, oh, I have Black Panther, I have Spider-Man. And now he has all these different heroes that he can look to growing up. And that's something that I noticed when I was reading the, these new issues with the Avengers, you know, Sam Wilson, Falcon, um, Miss Marvel, who's Middle Eastern. Yes. Um, Asian even, Hulk. Asian Hulk. Amadeus Chow. Ironheart. You know, it's just so great being able to see this now and seeing, like, all the diversity that they have in the comics. And now I feel that, you know, one day my children will be able to grow up and be like, I have this character, I have this character, I have this character. And it's not just, you know, all all old white men like Doctor Strange and Tony Stark. Yes. Like, same type of character, same origin story, same everything. And now it's like, it's evolved. And people don't realize that makes you feel superhuman, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see somebody that looks like you and they're doing something extraordinary, even if it's a fictional character, it provides inspiration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You saw how all of us was last year throwing up our exes for Wakanda. Oh, Wakanda I feel bad forever. for Chadwick Boseman, man. He can't go anywhere without doing that Nowhere. now. I saw something the other day. It was like Chadwick is like... He looks like he's in pain. I think he's in a new Spike Lee movie or something. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I saw that some new movie that he just signed on to do, and I'm like, it's going to be rough for you, buddy. Oh, yeah. Really hard to look at you as anything other than T'Challa <laughs> at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it is when you have an iconic character like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, people like to see themselves represented, so I don't like the fact that the comic book is like, you know, I don't want to be known as the mm -hmm. Puerto Rican Spider-Man. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Can you imagine an issue where he's at the Puerto Rican Day Parade? See? Swinging on all the floats? Fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would love to see him upside down eating an empanada. <laughs> I'm serious. Buying like, a plate of food off the side of the street. Word up. Not even buying it, like, with the spider web and pulling it into him. Pulling, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be dope. That would be sick. That'd be dope. I don't know why they don't use him for that, too. That'd be really cool if they did, like, if Marvel did something with the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And maybe, they never and listen, maybe, that. They maybe they have. Maybe they have. I don't Maybe they have. Maybe I missed that issue. But I'm just saying, like, I just think it's dope when people's identities are represented. That's what makes Riri Williams so dope. Riri Williams is mm -hmm. a young black girl from Chicago mm -hmm. who's like super intelligent. All she needs is the opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, d d even the way she wanted to become a superhero, like one of her friends got gunned down at a park in Chicago. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, like all of that. Like all of that. It's a very realistic take on the character. It's exactly. a very 2018, 2019 take on the character. Exactly. Even watching the paranoia of her mom, like, what are you doing? Where, are you, where have you been? Like, Cause she's already a paranoid mother because she lost mm. I think I think uh in the comic book Riri lost her stepfather and father and best friend to gun yeah. violence. And that's interesting because Miles' mom is the same way. Because Miles his father is an agent of Shield in the in the comic and yes. he's Spider-Man. And I just got to the point there where she really found out what both of them were doing, and he got beat up and like his ribs were broken and she just found him. Yeah. And so now she has like she's paranoid all the time. She's like, what is my husband doing? What is Miles doing? And Uncle Aaron, like just like in the movie, Uncle Aaron got killed too. So she's like, is my husband gonna end up like his brother? Is Miles gonna end up like his brother? And Miles is like scared that he has like this violence inside of him, like Aaron, and he and he's afraid that he's gonna really kill somebody one day. So I think it's like a really interesting how they're relating it to real life people. Cause you know, so many people can identify with, you know, their friend unfortunately being killed or you know, having like this type of paranoia in their life that something's gonna happen or that they're gonna go over the edge one day. Yeah. I need to go get back up on the Miles Morales comics. I haven't gotten on. It's beautiful. Yeah, the last one I was reading was when his father, his father was stuck in another dimension. Yeah, I just I finished that. Um, I think last week he yeah. went to go see, and he went to go see um Spider Gwen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. And his father was um the scorpion in the other dimension. His father was like a kingpin. I thought his father was kidnapped. No, well, 
and his father. So what happened with his father? He goes into the other dimension, then he follows him into that dimension. He doesn't find his father there, but he finds that dimension's version of his dad and his version of his dad and that one is the scorpion he runs like the underground kingpin stuff oh gotcha and gotcha, then gotcha. daredevil's like uh matt murdoch he's not daredevil he's like a, an assassin for hire and he's trying to bring in spider-man to um the league of shadows or whatever so um the hand not the league of shadows dc he's trying to bring him into the hand so it's really interesting how you know miles has to go into this universe and kind of like fight his dad while also looking for his dad, for his dad. yeah you got to catch back up on though. They're, they're, it's very, the very, com- very I'm dope. I'm literally going to the comic store right now. So what are you going to go get at the comic store? I want to catch up on um, Ironheart, if they still have it. I want to see what Captain Marvel's doing. And just to see, like, what's going on. Like, I don't know. Like, I love this time of year because they got movies coming out. Mm-hmm. So you got the Captain Marvel movie coming out. You got Avengers Endgame. So sometimes they have the comics out and they give you little... Easter eggs yeah, as yeah, to yeah. What, what you may expect in the movie. Because they kind of mirror each other to some extent. Exactly. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to just go see what's, what's happening. Yeah, I got to get I gotta get back into picking up comics alongside of with the subscription because everything's on there is backdated by a year. So anything new that comes out, I won't be able to read for a few months or whatever. Word. But that's dope. That's dope. All right. Well. Hey, close us out, man. Another episode of Comic Kings. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. That's right. Follow me on uh, Instagram, too. See the God. C-T-H-A-G-O-D. It's Comic Kings. 